But Mastro, we just have a few moments here. This is what I really want to hear. Where are you going to be on September 21st? That is what I want to know. And you know why I'm bringing that up. I do know. Tell the audience, Mastro, why. Because. Where are you uh, going to be? uh, Well, I'll tell you where I'm not going to be. (laughs) Okay, where are you not going to be? I'm not going to be uh, anywhere near Area 51. In Nevada? In Nevada. (laughs) <laughs> Nowhere okay. near that. Okay, in place. case people don't know this, <clears throat> let me tell that's them. That's a Saturday, too, so that's it, next Saturday. It is next Saturday. I is know. the last weekend of summer? Yeah, no way, man. No Come way on, man. Gonna be going Come on. There. I think it's the last day of summer. So the, yeah, Storm Area 51, which started off as this bullshit hoax thing that this guy thought would sounded funny, all of a sudden, all the dipshits in the world said, hey, he's right. If a whole bunch of us get together, they can't possibly stop us, except that. They have a lot of bullets. (laughs) Yeah. It's a U.S. military installation. (laughs) They've got planes, bombs, guns, helicopters. You fucking name it. Can you imagine on CNN, there'll be like, there'll be another mass shooting event, except this one will be outside Area 51. Right. And it's the U.S. government wiping out a bunch of dipshits who decided to trespass on an American military base. What could go wrong? Everything. But it, and the reason why I picked this up is I was on CNN.com and I was scrolling through the news and it said small Nevada town doesn't have any more rooms for September 21st. And I clicked on it saying, wait, what's going on in this small town that can hold maybe a couple hundred people has like one gas station and all the rooms in the town are booked. Yeah, and this like was three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, okay, but if twelve of them, if that's all they can handle, yeah. so they, that's I incredible. Mean, I mean, yeah. it's it's to me, this is saying like they they are planning something. They they have to. They've invested money, time. They've put themselves on the internet that hey, I'm gonna go to Area Fifty. I know how the government thinks. Yeah. Here's what they're gonna do. They are gonna line up extra security on that day, maybe the night before, and they will have armed guards at the gate. And being like, you cross this and you're going down, I don't know if they're going to be like, you're going to get shot. I don't know if they'll go that far. Because with cameras, that will be a horrible look that the government was shooting people. Yeah, you were crossing through. You can't do that. Like in the head, you know? Not in the head. Yeah. I could disable them. Yeah. But But they've got all kinds of shit there. Like they've got, you know, subsonic whatever, you know. They do. Wave emitters, pulse emitters, things that you can just crush people. The first time I heard about that was like in, I don't know, 2010, 2012. There was a protest of like World Trade Organization meeting or something like that. It was in Pittsburgh. I'll never forget it. This was the first time I saw vans come out that could emit this high-pitched noise and it caused people to go crazy because they had to run away yeah that is where the government could be i mean you could definitely roll that out oh sure yeah but i think i mean that's a perfect yeah it's a perfect example of like this is let's test this shit out you know let's (laughs) let's do it they may get permanent hearing damage so well that's their own fault for being dipshits i mean honestly you've got to own your consequences here you're you are consciously choosing to invade a military base on your own government soil. So here's the difference, Mastro. You know what the difference is in this one? There's the potential 
of finding and confirming that alien life exists. See, that that's where people get really excited about going over there because it's the excitement of will we will one of us make it through and see and find the aliens. Right. And while in theory that seems like a justifiable reason would be to most people. <laughs> no, let me ask you this question, okay? <laughs> Let's say somehow a bunch of these people people overwhelm the security. Like, okay, let's say a million people showed up at this place, right? Possible. And they overrun the base, and our military all of a sudden becomes helpless, and they can't manage this whole thing. And now, you know, there it is. There they are. They're all at Area 51. They've made their way up to S4 and all these places. And How do you think they'd be able to actually get access then into the facilities themselves? Like, you can't just walk in there. You have to have some kind of security cards, right? right. Retina scans, yep. Fingerprint, yep. IDs, like yeah. Something, yeah. You no, know, it's it's more about. So, are they going to beat up a bunch of dudes and take their credentials, yeah. their access cards, or whatever? Yeah, they probably then, have to. Yeah. And then, how would they even know where to start looking? Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They don't know. And it's not and, like there's signs out on the wall that says "alien, alien follow, follow the, the arrow. arrow." You know, little alien head, little with like an <laughs> arrow. Come on, the government has to be listening to this podcast and be like, "That would be kind of funny." Like if you put <laughs> that on the wall, that. let's just do that to fuck with them. Right, right and now, get them really I'm excited. Sure. Yeah, yeah I, well, could, they've got two weeks to prepare. And I, I, I bet that's plenty of time know, in the government's world. You throw they would only need there, one day. They, somebody would be like, "Did you hear those guys? That's a great idea." <laughs> I'm sending it over actually yeah. to Area 51. They'll just have it outside yeah. the building. Aliens right this way. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I, I didn't think about that actually, and that was a pretty important idea. It's like, okay, people are going to come through the Area 51 base, but wait, how are they going to get in? How do they know where to go? And it's like people are going to be standing around being like that way, that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the aliens They're right are. over there. <laughs> you know, and then like they run into this doorway and then all of a sudden the door closes and like an 18-wheeler drives off. <laughs> all like the people alien. trapped. You know, they're just going to trap them all and just drive them off the base. Uh, I, you know, I – It's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> I thought maybe the the truck would have the aliens, like they would be moving the bodies out, but they they would do that before, right? See, that's oh, the difference. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I doubt they're even there. Yeah, they're not there anymore. No. You know, if it gets that kind of publicity, you'd likely to move them out to an unknown base, right? Undisclosed base, right? I think yeah. Alex Jones, if you know, if I was him, I I would go there. Yeah. I would go hang out there. He's not that far away from Texas. He just got, needs to fly over to Las Vegas, go hang out. You just add the publicity to it. Right. Right? Yeah. You just add in your name to it. You'd be like, hey, I'm with these guys here. We're going to take on the government. It seems like it's a way of, like, showing the government that we want to know the truth about the aliens, which we know you're hiding. Yeah. So they, already, they already know the answer. Yeah. They just need to somehow confirm it. You right? know what they should do? Mm. Get Dr. Crazy Hair from mm. Ancient Aliens. <laughs> To, like, be their spokesperson, spokesperson okay. slash, you know, Messiah. <laughs> Lead the charge. Jesus. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. Get him in a robe. He could be a kind of a religious figure. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. But, you know, you can uh, – I don't know where this one's going to end. This one can end up pretty bad. People are going to be arrested, I think. I think there's going to be some incident, which we'll read about. Or nobody will show up because they'll fear being killed. Yeah. And thus, it's just one big hoax, which is what the person who initially started this 
thought it was. So, you know, the, the government isn't stupid. I think they realize that when stuff like this gets put out in the internet and people begin to take it seriously, they take it seriously just right. in case. And they would. Which is why Facebook got out ahead of this and was like, took the post down. Took the post down. Made him come out and say, "Uh, people, this was just a joke. I don't really want to do this. Too late. I'm not interested. Too late. I won't be there. You don't, yeah. I'm not going to be there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like you you start a joke on the internet and people think like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. Forget the logistics of what you described about getting into the There are a lot of things that, that sound like pretty good ideas, like. You know, like, tell me, what's, what's your favorite what's, idea online? <laughs> let's have a fucking reality TV host run for president. <laughs> and win. And win. <laughs> and Okay, I, I have a hypothetical for you here. Uh, and I just, I just want to know what you would think about this, okay? Let's just say you or I were driving a car, year 2000, okay? We got hit by a truck, 18-wheeler, yeah. okay? Boom. We're in a coma, okay? Okay. Okay. For the next... 19 years. Uh-huh. We, we, wake, we woke up a month ago, okay? Yeah. Okay? Parents, family come rushing in, okay? Can you imagine the stories they would tell you of what has happened in the United States in the last 18 years? I, can, yeah. can you just imagine what they would be telling you? Right. Right. If you went down... In the yeah. memory lane, just September the 10th. 19th. Yeah, <laughs> September 10th, 2001. <laughs> it's like, man, from 9-11 on... George W. Bush, the wars, Obama got elected, then reelected, and now we've elected a celebrity TV host as president. Right. You'd be like, I want to go back into the car. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, go back out on the street. It'd just be standing. crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, you'd think, you'd think that the world has gone insane. Well, I say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But see, this is, this is the contradiction I've been thinking about. We've democratized so many things. We love seeing celebrities on TV, reality TV show hosts. But at the same time, nowadays, almost anybody can do this. Mm-hmm. If they want to, if they have a public access station or, you know, they, they know people who know how to use the audio equipment, what to buy, what to, what to spend on. Right. We can now become sort of our own celebrities if sure. we so choose. Yeah. And the thrill is that you think other people are listening or watching to you and then you're going to become big time like oh, yeah. Hollywood. Sure. Know? Depressed I mean, and on drugs and have your family hate you but right. you know yeah. it's better than the life you had previously. I guess. Yeah. At least you have more money. Yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah, better quality problems. Yeah, but here's the problem. When you die, the money doesn't come with you, does it? No, it does not. Yeah, so that's a but little you tricky. Can, you know, give it to people. You can. So you, yeah. you leave yeah. a legacy. You do. You do. What's your legacy? How those My Red legacy. Sox doing? God. Obviously, Dombrowski was shit-canned last week. Is uh, that what we're calling uh, it? Sunday. <laughs> do you want to go down this road right now? Uh, you know, it's a good time. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he did get shit-canned, as you describe it. Yeah. So my understanding was that he started fearing for his job. And this is what bums me out a little bit mm. about this organization, is the fact that, you know, now we're, we're coming off of a, a historical season. Yes. Right? World Series championship. Yes. With a group that just sort of miraculously came together in one season. This This group of guys... Alex Cora comes on as manager. First year. First year manager. uh, I think that his being Latinx. Yeah. Right. I think in in the 
a large percentage of the players of that team also yeah. are. And I think that that was a major force, right? Sure. Bringing someone in um, who can relate, not just as Culturally. a cultural, sure. you know, cultural figure in that sense, but uh, to the style of baseball that they yeah. play as well. Yeah. You know, and the philosophy that he brought along with him. But he also and, had proven himself into Texas Rangers, right? Is that where he was? Well, he was a bench coach. He's a bench coach. Yeah. yeah. But he has Houston. There, there were a couple Houston, sorry. Yeah. He he was he was still pretty solid. People knew he was eventually gonna be hired at some point to some other team. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, and his, he had a history with the Red Sox organization, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. He'd been a, a major influence right. on Dustin Pedroia, you know, he right, was right. very outspoken in his influence. Did he play shortstop? He did. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. So all that said, I just I find it a little sort of off-putting in a sense that, you know, all of a sudden now because we have one kind of rough season that I don't think anything was equal. Like, I, you know, and I always think the preseason power ratings are bullshit anyway. But, you know, having the Red Sox being ranked number one and that expectation that somehow the Red Sox are going to – and, I mean, there was no reason to not think that it would happen except the fact that again this wasn't the same team that won the world series that's true you know yeah. you had a lot of guys step up last year who just sort of turned it on in the off season and had incredible you know especially uh, what's his face that that won the mvp um can't even think of his name right now cuz i haven't Purcello? seen him <laughs> no uh-huh. uh, uh won the world he was the uh, world series mvp um um new guy i always call him um and I can't think of his name right now. Okay. But he's been hurt. Yeah. Like all season. Mm-hmm. Um, it can happen. Well, I, I mean, also the closer, the closer, you got rid of the closer. Yeah. You got right. rid of the, the relief pitching, which, you know, with the struggles that the starting pitching had, the relief pitching has to be on point and wasn't. Yeah. And so you had yeah. struggles in both, you know, starting pitching and relief pitching. Right. And you had a... a Half Pierce. decent. Pierce, I'm thinking. Of Pierce. Pierce. Okay. Jesus. But I mean, then you had a half decent closer, and I just they gave away too many of the pillars that had really helped that team win. And yeah. uh, you know what? A a solid closer. Uh, we talked about this. They they blew at least 24 saves, possibly more than 24, mm. a couple of weeks ago. As you said, if they had just won half those games. They'd be competing with the Yankees. I mean, they're only eight games behind them. Right. If they had won 12, they're four games above. I mean, you can start looking at this at you're competing with the Yankees to win the AL East. Yeah. But it's just – it's to me, it just says they – the Red Sox are on par with the Yankees and they will spend tons of money – as the Red Sox are 19 games out right now. Oh, 19 games. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> They're eight, eight and a half games away from the So the home. Yankees are pretty much running away with the AL East right now. Uh, Tampa Bay is eight and a half games back. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. They're eight and a half games away from the wild card. Sorry. Good good correction there. Yeah. Okay. Um, if they had won the vast ten majority. Games back now in the wild card too. So. Ten games. And Tampa Bay is a, game, uh, is a half a game up. So – Okay. Yeah, um, ninety. We're not going to be going to the playoffs this year. And yeah, you know what? Actually, mathematically, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Right? I love the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox are my favorite team in any sport. Okay, uh, football's my favorite sport. However, so Patriot, I'm happy Patriots now. 
I'm a Patriots fan. Converted relatively late in my life. Um, some might call me a uh, bandwagon jumper honor. You left the Packers? No. No, I was never a Packers fan. I mean, I, I respect the Packers, but no, I, I believe it or not, I was a San Diego Chargers fan for a long, oh, long yes. time. Um, and I don't even know why. Because, I mean, it's like anything. Like, how could somebody that lives here be like a Dallas Cowboys fan? Or you know, We have a lot of those. I know. Because people are crazy. And that's the thing. I've started feeling crazy. Mm. Like, I'm crazy to be a Chargers fan. Right? Mm-hmm. I'll never see them play. Like, they never come out to the East Coast. And if they do, I mean, I think the, they played. They lose. They played in, in Gillette like two years ago, maybe it was. Yes. But, I mean, you know, it's just, it's hard to be a fan of a team that you can actually, you can't actually go and see play. The season the Patriots won on every game up until the Super Bowl, I believe they played the Chargers the game before. Did they not in the playoffs? Um, I don't think and, that was the first time they won. I think that was the this maybe the second or third time they won. Uh, okay, it wasn't the first time they won, but the season like the Patriots went perfect. Or yeah, the, the season the, the Patriots yeah, went perfect. I believe the game. I believe the game prior to the Super Bowl that year. They played prior the Chargers. To, they played the Chargers. That's right. If I remember this correctly, okay, I remember watching that game, and here's what I remember. The Chargers had an interception towards the end of the game that could have ended the game in their favor. They would have defeated the Patriots. However, the guy who got the interception fumbled the ball on a tackle by a Patriots. They get so lucky. It's incredible. It's It's an incredible team of luck, but we'll see. Eventually, call that winner's luck, man. You know, that's that's well. I mean, they had it with the Raiders with that kick, Vinatieri and that kick, right? So you know, had it, you know, against the Seattle Seattle game. Oh, by the the way, I mean, I was cheering for the Patriots back then. I mean, I am truly an Eagles fan. Yeah, but but that game against Seattle. Everybody forgets how amazing the catch was prior to the interception that happened on the one-yard line. Yeah. Okay? I think his name was Hurst. He caught that ball, and it bounced from his body, chest, leg, and it bounced back into his hands. Yeah. It was the most incredible catch ever. Mm -hmm. They then have the ability to run it in, and they decide to that first play – they decide to throw to pass it. it. And then they say the rumors came out that they didn't want to give the running back, uh, Marshawn Lynch, the, the ball. And it's just... They didn't want to let him win the Super Bowl for yeah, them. Yeah, they didn't want to let him win, which is like, really? Would have anybody remembered that? No, they would have remembered the catch. Mm-hmm. That was the catch. Yeah. That should have been. It's embarrassing. And by the way, the Patriots should have lost against the Falcons as well. The Falcons were up, and they were up by, by seven. Okay, they had let the Patriots come back in. And then, and then (laughs) you have to, no, it was, remember, uh, the uh, the quarterback of the Atlanta, he got, he got like a 10-yard holding call against him or something like that. And then uh, he threw, I don't know, whatever, he was, he made two mistakes. He got sacked. And then I think a penalty was called on him, I believe. And they pushed him back away from the field goal. That would have been in the fourth quarter. You would have given Tom Brady two and a half minutes, three minutes, whatever it was, to go back and score 10. 10. Because it was, you were up by seven with a field goal, 
you're up by 10. Put it on Tom Brady then. He yeah. isn't going to win that game. It doesn't matter how good he is. He isn't going to do it. They ruined it. They ru- they, I, I would have just taken a knee. Yeah. I, would play, I play the game of you want ugly but win, that's what I do. I don't care how pretty it is. I don't care for the fans. Right. I don't. I care in the end of I will I do whatever care. it takes. You know, if you've got to take everybody down with me and it's a shitty game, that's what I'll do. Okay. okay. I am pissed. I am pissed. I can tell. Can you? Can you? I, I hate the Patriots so much that this podcast cannot even go on air. Uh, I'm with you, Philia, all the way. That's unfortunate. Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's all I got to say. All right. Okay. All right. That's, that was our podcast, Master. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Anytime. Right on. Right on.